There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info miss something something check out homework's morning sickness podcast at 98kupd.com i just got this so you can watch it eight or nine hours from now but suni lee has won the gold medal for the women's gymnastics individual all around so simone biles spoiler alert, think, uh, yeah, spoiler alert all, yeah. you know they qualified one and two her, yeah, the highest. She was in there. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't really matter now because one of them showed up and the other one didn't. So nice job. Suni Lee breaking out the gold. Now she gets all those endorsements, hopefully. Good honor. Way to pick up the ball and run. That's pretty good. So they got that. But, you know, you don't get to see that because it happened in the middle of the night or early, early this morning. And uh, unless you were up watching it at 530, you didn't see that. So you'll see it tonight when Mike Tirico reruns it. I watched some rugby yesterday. That was pretty great. Fiji versus uh, New Zealand. But Man, that, those Fijians. Oh, they're so into Don't this. get in their way. I didn't know that. They won the gold last time. Mm-hmm. And th- this is what we need. And don't fight me on this. Uh, the whole country closed for a week. What? Yeah. A national celebration of the Fijian. Well, the the size well of it takes an hour. What? Shut down the streets. Yeah, okay, it wouldn't take us long if we were all on the same page to say <laughs> let's close. It's not hard to st- ask Simone Biles. It's not hard to just stop doing everything immediately if we're all on the same page. But the problem is we would never be on that page. Why nope. are we doing this? You get one person. What the hell we do this for? For the stupid Olympics? This is stupid. Like, dude, we're gonna take a week off and have a party. Uh, not doing it for the Olympics. Some guy emailed and he said, and I, I saw something similar to this, I don't know if it was the same thing, where they had this college kid interviewing other college kids. And it was edited in a way that, that led the narrative this direction. But they were basically talking to other kids on this campus saying, what do you think of the Olympics and do you root for the United States? And they picked out the ones who said, I would never root for anybody from the United States because of the genocide and the things oh, this yeah. country's built on. I would never, ever take my time to root. So they basically taught an entire generation of people, a small group of them, but maybe they're allowed uh, to hate the United States. It's cool to be against us as a, as a nation. It's cool to be like to speak traitorous. Pussies. Yeah, it, yeah it's, 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 a, it's a jerk off move. But they basically – this one girl was just fired up about how can you ever put on the red, white – and like there she is at like a college campus. 
And I'm like, you are taking full advantage of the I, – I bet she has a loan from the government and all that other stuff. And I'm like, shut your mouth. Even, um, you know, when I was in college, I mean, this is, you know, years ago, you'd have a friend that would go overseas to work for whether it's uh, um, yeah. UNICEF or something like that. And they'd come back and they're just – Never live in this we place so, again. We're such a, a country of gluttony, yeah. Yeah. and we don't care. And they're all on fire for yeah. the cause. And about three months later, yeah, they settle back, back into in. them like it'll realize. Well, now our new thing is is to be uh, to shame ourselves into uh, you know being the worst thing that's ever happened to this planet. And meanwhile, they they know nothing of all other countries. They know nothing know of all so, other so empires. New, I think, in the eighties well, when I was in college, been, there was yeah. always a segment. There's always a little group, that, yeah. But it seems now yeah. to be like the cooler thing. Like waving the flag ain't cool. Oh, 100 percent. You walk there. around right now. I, I the first time in my life this July Fourth, I thought, do I put my flag up? I'm like, what the hell's wrong with it? Yes, of course I do. Only hillbillies do that, uh, right? It's re- white it's trash. Become almost red the rebel flag. Stuff. Yep. To not everybody, no, but to right. the people who are right. noisy about it. Yeah, having the flag out is an announcement that you're. Oh, a Trump fan. you're dumb, right? It's a they've and to a certain degree, you have to almost blame Trump for being for tribalizing the flag. Yeah, all flags. Yeah, and that's not just him, but that that they made it so that was a centerpiece. We own the flag. No, we own the flag. No, we do, and they won it. They oh, won yeah. the flag. Oh. Yeah, you're not throwing a Biden flag yeah. in the back. No, of your, well, <laughs> back no, of your no it's, it's the excitement. <laughs> the comedian that was on with Melissa Villasenor was great. He goes, "Man, I'm a Biden guy, but I kind of wish I was a Trump guy because people are like, you support Joe Biden, yeah, Biden." Mm. And so somebody goes, are you a Trump guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a Trump guy, yeah! <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah, it's true. Funny, there's, but true. There's like an, yeah. exce- like an exceptional amount of energy behind being a righty. They're excited. Like Tommy Vex was here last night. Yeah. And not I don't even know if people that like his music, but I have a friend of mine who likes him mm-hmm. and goes, but I have a feeling one of the biggest reasons he likes him is because he stands up for that side. And, he li- and he's black, so yeah. it makes him look even more like, ah, See, we got one. That's kind of one of those deals. <laughs> we, got one. we got one of them. Look, one of them is on our team. And again, it goes back to the 19. One of the good ones. And like, oh, here we go. This argument is going to start all over. But yeah, so uh, it's weird because watching that thing, you know, we talked about why the Olympics aren't popular and everything else because it's not cool to be patriotic. Not as cool. It certainly is not as cool to, to wave the flag and say, I love it here. So you'll get into an argument with somebody. And I, you know, so it's kind of like, man, keep it to yourself uh, so you don't stir anything up. But I, and again, I'll get emails, oh, it's not true. Not everybody. But ask a military guy, it's like they're tired of it. People barking about how miserable it is. And the reason you can do that is because you live in a country that allows it. And, And it stinks for the, you know, the athletes to a certain extent because all the hard work that they do still for the Olympics, it's not like it's gone away. No. They train just as hard and. Right. But you can't, you know, and everybody keeps saying that, you know, you got to be one side or the other. The flag doesn't represent one side. It's great. Got to be compromised somewhere. Yeah, you, should be, you shouldn't worry about putting a flag in front of your house of <laughs> yeah. the country you live in because yeah. you're worried that the, the people down the street are not going to judge you as a – You I gay neighbors you. judge you when you put out your flag? Uh you know what? I probably. <laughs> I think they do. I, I, they know a, me. That's a huge judgment yeah. on my part. But you know what's crazy? They know me. Like we so know each other a little right. bit. Like joking around. Uh, but I think that you know they'll make if a they joke. They hadn't known you. I think Michael would. Troy would be all right. Michael would be like, "Oh, nice flag, Donald." 
but it would be just to rib me, which is all he's allowed to do. Just the ribs, Michael. <laughs> How you get there is up to you. Yeah, well, no, you can get in from the outside. I don't, know, I don't know how that goes down. Yeah, you know how you can get to the ribs from external to internal. <laughs> Just out, outer, external poking of the ribs. No, uh, but yeah, I don't think so. But I think if you put the flags up, he's it turns his eye. Like, oh, I see. Like Keith wrote in, there's no Biden supporters, only Trump haters. That's not true. But no, there is there is a true, good yeah. Yeah, there is a good portion of people who he's, like he's the left because they hate there. the right. Yeah. No, you know, yeah. no, not 100%, but it, it's kind of like you said that comedian said. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. Biden, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, Trump, yeah, yeah well, they're, they're yeah. in. The Trumpies are in. Yeah, there's no, like, fervor for Joe Biden. How could there be? No. He's a little bit. You just want to stay calm. It's like being a beekeeper, that guy. But, yeah, so it's, it was an interesting little documentary. But I don't know if it was done by a co- – like, like if it was one of those liberal colleges, like when New Hampshire had language things and they wouldn't allow you to – I don't know if it was one of those colleges. They, I don't know where it was. But they were basically saying patriotism is for wealthy people. It's for the lucky. Uh, there's no reason to celebrate this country. And I was like, man, this is just a dangerous The importance of the flag just yeah. in general yeah. has gone down for sure. Uh, well, yeah, just the symbolism of of overall uh, saying, "Oh, you, you know, you, you're not American unless you." Again, we allowed it to happen, but it got it got uh, trench warfare using the flag against itself. Who's going to own it? Which side owns it? And then the side that owned it, the other side had to attack them and make them look crazy. And we didn't help it by running around waving it in other people's faces. You know. Who doesn't have to worry about that is any athlete on the Russian Olympic Committee. They don't even get anything. The ROC. I like that because they're, they're, so, yeah. they're so crooked that they have to show up. What is that? You're, you're not allowed to be here, Russia. You're now the Russian. You get to fly the Olympic Committee flag because you're so crooked. But they still showed up. So just let them be there. It doesn't make any sense. Right. They can you're, dope you're, away. You're still saying Russians every time right. they Right. Russian they Olympic be. contingency. Where it's the Russians? Well, no, not really. I like the. Uh, they're the rock. I like that nation of. Uh, refugees you see yes. now and that's my yes. favorite they don't win anything but there's yeah. like a, when they walk them in they're like here's the refugees there's a collection of refugees collection of refugees which nobody claims that got no home but they're training somewhere usually carolina they're up there at the unc training that one's from iran that one's from kenya this one's a haitian do they celebrate together do they live in the same spot there an anthem the, yeah what do they well they play the olympic theme oh that's right yeah that's right and they just wave the olympic flag but they're not gonna win anything. how insulting is that I just want nah, a goddamn insulting. medal. They, they're just happy to not be wherever they're from. Yes, you're right. But still, aren't you proud of your yeah. your own country's anthem? You know Refugee what they should play? Do you know what they should play? Say, and now, please rise for the anthem of the refugees. We're a couple of misfits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a couple of nitwits. You can't fire me. I, I thought you were going to say Tom Teams. Petty for a I minute. I don't fit in. <laughs> no. Hermie and Rudolph. <laughs> it works. Uh, Jeremy's headed out there this morning. Uh, oh, he's got a road trip today. Signal Butte and Warner. Well, he's cooking. That's pretty good. That's a haul. Signal Butte and Warner uh, out there in the East Valley. If you want to go out, he's at the Safeway. Uh, you can drop off some water for us, Operation Hydration. Cooking right along, right in the center of it. Uh, the Phoenix Rescue Mission's doing their water drive every summer. We're happy to help. And uh, you guys have done a great job. Let's fill that truck out there. Signal Butte and Warner. Uh, he also has Slipknot tickets today, corn and stain stuff. He's going to be handing out a whole bunch of things out there while you shake hands, say hi, and do the right thing for a water drive. If you can't make it out there, Porta Subs is helping us out. That's an awesome thing. Rehab Monster helps us the whole way through this. 
uh, Lerner and Rose there. But if you want to drop off, you can go to Larry H. Miller. They'll help you out. Drop it off in the far west uh, up there, and then you go to the, any of Porta Subs. They'll drop off, or you can just bring them here to our station. We have some belated thanks. Uh, your alma mater, in addition to oh, yeah. that one there, uh, Coach Bill Godsell of the Dobson Mustangs. Football coach Bill Godsell. That's the one. They collected, uh, I believe, around 50 cases of water and donated Shoot. to us. Godsell? Mm-hmm. Predecessor Mike Clark. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> he didn't have no DZ on well, his Let team. me tell you this. He's the Tito Jackson to my Randy. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Michael Jackson, of course, with Derek Zellner. We all know right. who the real star of the show was. Just happy to be in the, in the game. Shoot. <laughs> well, that's the biggest mistake Dobson ever made. Put that Godsell in charge. You had Derek Zellner chomping at the bit to be the head coach. Well, now he's know. over there at Gilbert, and guess what's happened there? 19 straight ass. world championships. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but they got 19. They had to build a wing for their trophies. Goddamn DZ. This is close from getting into the NFL. And you sucks out there think you got a football coach. Look at him kissing ass to that fart joke telling alumnist. She. Suck you, Godsell. Courtesy <laughs> Clark. No, that's awesome. Dobson dropped off a boatload of water. Yeah, a boatload. So thank you to uh, my alma mater, Dobson High School, Mustang Pride. And then Megan Ryan Asher from the Logan at Joe Max, Logan Property Management. They dumped off 107 cases. Man. It's great. So thank you to Megan Ryan Asher from the Logan at Joe Max. I don't know what that means. She wrote it. Sounds like an awesome club. Logan Property Management. It does sound cool. That's very nice. And I got to get my alma mater on this thing. Gilbert? Gilbert's screwing around. She gets Derek Zellner on there to just conjure up some water. Get those animal husbandry He walks on water. You know, I mean. That's exactly right. You want to see something cool? You want to water drive? Watch this. DZ! (laughs) Get your suck ass out there. Walk on water for the kids. They're going to love this. (laughs) Shoot. Get the suck out of here. DZ uh, can produce natural water through his urine. Cleanest water you ever drank. <laughs> Lift God, off it for three like a, years. Goddamn spring coming out of him. Shoot. <laughs> Little Ricky Strumpf over there urinating herpes and blood. And DZ's throwing out Aquafina spring water. <laughs> We used to do that during football practice here in the hot, hot summers. What's going on over there, TC and Toby Wright? You got yourself a hydration problem. Why don't you go lick the sweat off Zellner? That's the cleanest water Earth can provide you. <laughs> the team huddled around him for water breaks. Every time. And he said, Derek, squirt. And just shot out every pore like a wha- one of them wacky Wally weenies, whatever them things are. <laughs> yeah. Firing water to the team. I love You thought it was great when Jesus gave loaves of bread. Please. Each pour on Derek Zollner's perfect body was a source of water and life. DZ fed 6,000. We saw a couple of them fish flopping around there in Scottsdale after the storm the other day. DZ made a lake with his sweat glands. Fish are living in the freshest water they've ever ever lived in. Largest hatchery in the United States now. And these sucks out here think they can bottle water and stop it all. We could stop homelessness with DZ. People just living in a shadow. Shoot. Coach Clark likes you, Godson. You're doing a cute job over there. How many championships he got? None. I'm up one on him. All right. Zero. Sorry, Coach. I got one championship. It's the best one Arizona ever did see. 
I think today might be the last day of camp for Bill Godsell before school starts. I'm going back in. Yep. Well, enjoy your your seven and five Finish season. Finish up the two days. You ain't yeah. winning. <laughs> One thing I learned about being football coach Dobson High School can't win a championship without a guy named Derek Zellner behind center. Can't at can't all? do it. Can't do it. And then when he leaves, it's just you know, what am I supposed to do? I got this kid named Raymond. He ain't gonna do nothing. Nobody there. Nobody. We never won nothing after Derek, and there's a reason why. Shoot. Was Coach Clark like Coach Kilmer from Varsity Blues? I mean, just that intense no. he looks, football no, he, coach? He looks like a cop. Oh, really? He just had a little uh, brown mustache, balding brown hair. <laughs> the bike shorts, the, the too tight a shirt, <laughs> whistle. I think I think he came to Tony Romas once with the whistle around his neck. <laughs> Shoot. You call that a beef rib? Derek Zellner's got one of them hanging off his midsection. <laughs> He's not even fully developed yet. Wait till he gets through college. Throws food to Africa. <laughs> Throws. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't need no airdrop. <laughs> DZ, we got a couple open Africans down there in South Sudan. Why don't you toss some meat over there? You just stand on Florida, start chucking meat to Africa. Fed them. Pretty awesome. So thank you, Dobson High. Coach Godsell, I hate to I hate to be the one. I hope I hope he's the same. I hope he's a a disciple of Clark. Off the coaching tree? And he won't cuss. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, he sucks. That was the best. Everybody around here is equal. Never forget that day. All right on down the line. Nobody's different here. Nobody's different. Ricky Strump, Derek Zellner. Derek Zellner's a football star, superstar, quarterback of the team. Ricky Strump over there eats out of garbage cans. Nobody in here is different. I don't want to point it out at all. <laughs> None of you are different. I treat you all the same. Don't I, Derek? You want to back her up? Sorry to bring this up, but they went 2-6 and six last year. Dobson High? It's yeah, a COVID we'll... year. Oh, that's right. Doesn't count. They didn't field any Zellners. Who can't catch COVID, by the way. He is the immunity. Well, how did Gilbert do then? Yeah, what was oh, Gilbert's record? Yeah, we yeah how did DZ, DZ do? 7-0. Not only did they defeat Chandler at homecoming, they, uh, they also uh, beat COVID the entire way. They struck it back. Shoot, Derek Zellner's losses are still better than your wins. Yeah, how did Gilbert football do? I wonder if he still calls him. Do you do that? Because they always say that in like Hall of Fame speeches. They talk to their high school. My high school football coach meant the world to me. I'm like, I don't know that I have anyone in high school that I would have stayed in touch with no matter how much they meant to me in high school. Any teacher? Yeah, teacher-wise? Yeah. I mean, even a coach or a teacher, anything. It was just, I don't know that it was that. And it's always the ones that end up in the Hall of Fame that kept their relationship with their high school coach. <laughs> My mom yeah. uh, was at some charity benefit a couple weeks ago. She goes, I ran into your sophomore, your American history teacher. Your mom knows you remember that. He was there, and she came up to him and said, oh, Bunny Boy, is Brady here? And again, he's like, I really enjoyed having him. I'll never forget the... The paper he turned in on graph paper. He, was this a, was the graph paper teacher. Yeah. He's still alive? In 1980, yeah. Good God. Mr. Hensey. Was your mom in a hospice or something? No, but it yeah. might have been raising money for a hospital. Your parents were way too involved in your life to remember your teacher's 40 She didn't away. remember. He came up to her. That's impressive. Well, you're a memorable sort. <laughs> All it took was one did, written did report he, on graph paper. Did he come over and go, Mrs. Bogan, how are you? I was your son's... Social studies teacher years and years ago. Oh, hi. How are you? How did your boy pass? That's what, He's still he alive. alive. 
Oh, that is shocking. <laughs> yeah, all right. Do you still have that torp character living? Yeah. Well, I was going to give you a run. You think your mom uh, would do that? And torp goes. Summer of love. A little wild ride. Oh, yeah. You think yeah. so? Yeah. No. You don't? I, I do. Torp said it on the air. It's been nearly 30 years since she last got action-packed, fun-filled evening. <laughs> he might have been farming it out at the time. I don't know. Yeah, he's always just one and done, and he couldn't get it up <laughs> yeah. when he got home. Uh, maybe. Uh, anyway, uh, Jeremy's out at Safeway, Signal Butte, and Warner Road, Operation Hydration. Get all that water out there and help them out. I am so uh, frazzled by the Bob Odenkirk stuff that this breaking because uh, I'm looking, telling him it's, 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 it, it, his son tweeted something out and said he's going to be okay which is great but, they all say but that it's though. a heart right. condition but it's a heart right? thing and he yeah they're, they're not saying it was a heart attack but it was a heart issue that put uh, Odenkirk in the hospital in Albuquerque and it's hot there everybody thought dehydration whatever no it's a heart issue and this just slows down production of the, the final season of a show that I'm completely locked in on He's it's in a, stable condition. I understand that. we got to get a pacemaker in him and pump him full of whatever and get his ass out there because Jonathan Banks, who plays Airman Trout, is almost 80. He Look, if, of all the people in this show that I thought might die, Odenkirk was the one I was least concerned about. But he's the most important one. You could write around if Mike Airman Trout dies by saying, oh, we had to send him off to Germany and occasionally have an impressionist do the phone call from Mike because it's not that tough. But if Odenkirk dies... Show over. We get no ending. I can't live like that, Brady. Paul Sura's got to be having a heart attack with this. I've got to keep him on his He's going to be right next to Bob. Uh, (laughs) I've got to keep him clear of this. Paul is addicted to the show, and it's all him, but he is okay as it stands now. But it's, I mean, the production on this thing's been delayed by COVID. And it's just, time is passing, and this cast is ancient. When is it supposed to re-air? When's it supposed to premiere? I think I saw that it was supposed to go in February. Okay. But now it's got to be later than that. I would think. Because yeah. i got to reshoot all the Odenkirk's endings while he's sitting in the hospital. So they're shooting everything without him now, all the scenes without him, and hopefully they can get that done. They have five left to film. It's driving me bananas, but I keep reading this stuff, and you just want, like, those are those more. Has there ever been a show? I mean, The Sopranos had the entire uh, premise of the show was ruined after the first year when Nancy Marchand died. And they had to rethink how they were going to tell the story of an overbearing mother and a mob boss because that was the crux of the, the reason he yeah. was in therapy was because of his mother. And his mother was the one that, you know, it was basically the story was this guy's in charge of the entire mafia in New Jersey and yet can't control his mom. His mom is still, like, still got overbearing mother issues. And she passed away in real life, uh, Olivia. And they had to write her out. So when they did, remember the episodes in season two where they kind of had old clips of her? Yeah. yeah. And then they'd shoot from behind somebody in a dress that, you know, while Tony yelled at her and stuff. And it was awkward. But they got through it and they just eliminated it. They had to rewrite the entire kind of arc of the show to be more just did Tony a pretty good job. Oh, they did an amazing job. It actually probably made it a little better because I don't know how far mom could have gone. They had to eventually kill her, but. I'm just glad they didn't bring in and do another Darren Stevens and just change a new mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been yeah. That's true because if you do the the new mom, yeah, and then try to continue it on, but no, they just they let her die and they killed her off, and it was unreal how they twisted. They can't do that with Breaking Bad 
Better Call Saul because this is before we already know what. So you just can't have yeah. a new Saul for a few episodes, and then he comes back in the next one, and it's the old Saul again. So that ruined it for you and bewitched. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. I tuned, as yeah. soon as that new Darren came in, yeah. I'm out. And you know what, <laughs> Dick Sargent? I'm, if you I'm do done. some, I, I, I happen to have read about this for some reason, but bewitched, <laughs> the ratings fell apart. Nobody liked the new one. Really? It was, it was that was Dick York's job, man. But his back was so bad, and he was so drunk all the time. You know, he couldn't walk. The original Darren, he could barely walk. Like at the end, right? Uh, right. The last season and a half, he could barely, not at the end of his life, during the filming. Oh, wow. He was so screwed up, then he was on pain pills and alcohol, and uh, they started to notice, and he's like, I can't even come to work anymore. So then, you know, they got straightened out, but he was incapable, so they moved in the new guy. Didn't look anything like him. No. They should have just killed him and brought in a new one like they did in the, like they did in, uh, when the show Valerie. When Valerie Harper had that show for a while. Or bring in, like, uh, Uncle Charlie and My Three Sons and have Dr. Bombay take care of the kids. <laughs> right. Well, the, that, you know, yeah. stay in the house. The mom's dead. Well, that was that's the premise of so many yeah. comedy shows. The parents are dead. And Dora. Who's going to watch them? But, uh, yeah, they've had plenty of those moments where you just sweep in a new person. When Valerie Harper didn't want to do the show anymore, they killed her on the show. She was The show was called Valerie. Now, how do you do that? I'd... They killed her and then just changed it to the Hogan family and made it about Jason Bateman, which was a very funny show. But Sandy Duncan, Aunt Sandy came in. Like, you can raise it. And right. they never once again mentioned that these kids had been through a tragedy with their mother but because it was a contract dispute. So they just killed her. She's dead. She'll never come back. Three's Company, just a new roommate, a new Chrissy. Yeah, every couple of years. Yeah. I don't remember Chrissy. They didn't kill Chrissy. No. no, she moved away. She moved away with her father or something. Her dad was a, a minister. But I couldn't remember. Was the new one also called Chrissy? No. They, no, 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 no. No, you had that. Well, the new one was generally Harrison. Yeah. Uh, Cindy. Cindy, Cindy, yeah. And then Cindy went away, and then they had Terry. The Terry. Nurse, and right. Terry was no. That's the only one yeah. I remember. You don't remember Cindy? Super tall, generally Harrison. She was actually somewhat striking for a while. But she was, see, they, it was Chrissy's cousin. That wasn't good. I know all these terribly that like if, if I would aim my uh, knowledge at something useful, <laughs> I would be the smartest person in the world. But when you got to do a documentary. Oh, no, here, here it's was Cindy Brady. Cindy was hot. Jenny Lee Harrison back in the day was she was like six feet two. She didn't look good in that picture, but she was like six two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was just yeah. None of these are good. No. no. Well, there she is on the show. There she is. Now we're is. cooking. And they dressed her up like Suzanne Summers, and they yeah. tried really hard. But credit to them, they didn't just kill her. <laughs> which is great and then pamela and barnes terry. played terry and she's probably yeah that's the only one I, I'm, I'm like the most naturally pretty of all of them but she was just lame they tried because they were getting in trouble for the bimbo thing so they brought yeah. in a blonde that was smart she was a nurse remember when she was on uh, that kevin smith movie and had three boobs she was this uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. no she, uh, she was the uh for- oh, fortune yeah, yeah, teller yeah, yeah. and she yeah. opened up and she showed Some her rats. yeah yeah that she showed her cans. That was her? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, stick with me, kid. <laughs> Speaking of Kevin Smith, spoiler alert, everyone. Spoiler alert. The new He-Man Masters of the Universe thing that he said that I would have a chance to voice but never, ever got back to me, which we kind of knew. It was just more of a nice thing to say. Like, I'll call you later. One of those. Very Hollywood. We had him on the show. He announced that day he was doing the He-Man thing. 
right? We got very, I got very excited <laughs> that I could be the next team man, man at arms, and all that other stuff. Yeah, they're, they're never going to call you. I'm like, I know it's a it's a gimmick for the show. You're not going to get the job. I'm like, settle down. We all but know. You're all wrapped up in. You're it. all wrapped up like you're going. I'm like, settle down a little bit. I'm like, Calm down. Jesus. I remember that was a great source of trouble that I was actually thinking I could do that. I'll be that. No, you won't. All right. Well, thanks for rooting for me. <laughs> so uh, still the seed of doubt of oh, Christ. But in a way. I'm glad I didn't because everybody telling me stuff uh, about what they've watched so far is that He-Man dies. What? In the first episode. How does that happen? What? What? Spoiler And She-Ra or whatever, one of the girls, becomes the hero and it's all girl power. What? I'm a he- big Kevin Smith no. guy, but I'm out. Yeah. I'm out right of now. Of course you yeah. are. Why would you watch He-Man? Now, I don't know how true this is or if it is or it isn't. But I'm saving you some time, people who are like, oh, you ruined it. Did I? Or did I save you a few hours Saved of it. life? Because I don't know what it is, but people are emailing me. Like, like I got five of them, And Frank Caliendo goes, have you watched the new He-Man? I'm like, no. Well, don't because he's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, he's out. And I'm like, what do you mean he's out? He got fired? So they wrote him out. They kill He-Man like immediately. What? So He-Man's not even in the thing. And it's this big woke That's super girl power thing. Huh. So it's like girl Ghostbusters. Frank said the guy at Man at Arms is a dude who sounds just like Liam Neeson. So he's just it's pretty funny. He goes, That part I like is that the guy's like, Don't worry about it, he'll come back and we'll we'll make He Man strong again. I'm like, Oh, that's kinda good. If Man at Arms has that kind of juice. But it's basically and I don't know if it's who's the other one, She Ra or who is that who his girl equivalent was? Oh Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I think it was I She-Ra. Think it was, yeah. I think that's who I read from the guy who told me. Who said that and I'm like, Holy crap. Why bother? But the Masters of the Universe, I think. Uh, she falls in love with Skeletor. That's well, says Tella. Tella? Tella? I don't know. Got me, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know that well enough. I just know that uh, if that's true, Tila. Tila. That's Tila. Tila. And then, of course, Man at Arms has to take over for Cringer. But yeah, Adam is gone right off the bat. Until later. I think She Ra was the spinoff. Yeah, She Ra was her own thing. Maybe it's Tila. I don't know which one it is. They said they, some girl takes over. Because they're She-Ra. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but but uh, people who are excited about that kind of stuff, who are going into what well, You go to He-Man. You don't want He-Man to be dead in the first. Right. You don't want He-Man to. I'm going like, to see He-Man. You want to watch He-Man. John, I'm three episodes in, and it's actually pretty good. But he's dead, right? Find out. Find out. I don't know if I'm being sold or if uh, this is it, but if I mean, if that's the case. Well, Frank's not going to lie to you about it, would he? Maybe. But no. it was it was multiple people saying. Oh, okay. But I don't know if he comes back. Like it's some magical cartoon world that they bring them home. But. Of course. It's comic books. But it's more realistic this way. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. But I don't uh, – I wouldn't watch that. But you always that. have a sorcerer that can conjure Five a spell. Five episodes in and it's not bad. Well, yeah, you have the wizard. Yeah. And this one guy emailed me was furious about it. He's like, I wasted my – they killed the thing. Girls and Kevin Smith can eat a – and I'm like, wow, first off, way too into He-Man. It's either a like or don't like. Tila is Man-at-Arms' man daughter. Oh, it is? Who's the mom? Killed her. Yeah. Valerie Harper. It's Valerie yeah. Harper. Killed her right off the show. Bring in Maury. Yeah, we need to find out who the mom is. Sorry to break it to you, John, but yes, He-Man dies. Got in a fight with Derek Zellner in the first episode. <laughs> oh, shoot, Clark. I could have told you that. You, DZ. DZ's like uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, Don't worry about it. I've got a, a good replacement. <laughs> Only problem with that is 
It's like Mohammed. You can't draw DZ. <laughs> Don't you conjure up a likeness of Derry. Burn your ass up. You try making an image of DZ with crayons. You burn your ass up. Shoot. He's a man of whistle. And I'm sorry to Derek Zellner for saying he was like Mohammed. Mohammed's just a regular guy. <laughs> DZ is the guy. Shoot. Trying to draw DZ. You know what happened? Skeletor just turned into a big old pile of mummy dust. We'd be done with him. Suck. Man at arms don't need. Man at arms be like, can I help? DZ would be like, I got this. <laughs> don't need anybody up here to beat a skeleton. Shoot, that's like beating Westwood back in the 80s. Walk in the park over those tiny Mexicans. <laughs> Why don't you D student stabby types take football up on your own time? Don't waste Dobson's time no more. We got Derek Zellner. It does Shoot. work pretty good to the Gilbert Tigers. He's got his battle cat. That's true. That's right. Mr. Cringer. Wow. That's what we turned that. him. We turned the battle cat into Cringer. Gilbert Cringers, we called him. <laughs> Shoot. Go over to Westwood and say, is this a home game or an away game? And all of them would go, I key, I key. I'm like, I don't know what's going on over here. <laughs> It's a here game. I just, whatever. Derek just tore them apart. 117 to 5, I think. And the only reason they got 5 is because Derek decided to try to kick a 100-yard field goal for him just for, just for kicks. <laughs> just for shoots and giggles. <laughs> missed it by it. Oh, he hit it. Oh, what do you mean he missed he it? I said it. it was Derek Zellner. <laughs> missed it, Toledo. Come on. Shoot. Suck you. Oh. 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 Apparently, well, we got... Uh, Spoiler alert, they kill He-Man and Skeletor in the first episode, oh, and they only oh, appear in flashbacks. Well, they and, and Craig House says it's actually the masters of the universe, so it's not just He-Man, but the first couple yeah, episodes But it is He-Man at the end of the day. Come on! Yeah. They kill off He-Man. Tila becomes the new He-Man. Kevin Smith snuck up on the franchise and stabbed every fan in the back. <laughs> <laughs> if you kill He-Man, I mean, he is the star... Killing He-Man's like going to Cheers, doing a reboot, and having Sam's head lopped off in the first episode by by murderers. He He-Man well, is it's the, obvious he's He-Man a didn't want to be in this. Right, he was it was like, a contract dispute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's had a contract issue. Is this only supposed to be like one season, or is it going to continue to go on? Is it? We couldn't come to an agreement, so I had to step away, and they killed me on the show. I've been erased. Oh, that's too bad. So what are you going to do now? I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at some scripts. <laughs> yeah, we get the, the whole crew to get back together. Dude. <laughs> Easy. You know what I'm I tried to get uh, Derek Zellner to get one of them page boy haircuts to be more like He-Man, but he wouldn't go for it. I told him, I'm like, you're DZ. You could have a vagina and chicks would be all over your D. As a matter of fact, He-Man should have a haircut like yeah, you. Exactly. He-Man should cut his hair like DZ. <laughs> now you're He-Man. <laughs> Looked like a twink before running around in your pink outfit and a goddamn feminine haircut. I wonder Shoot. if that's what uh, Mark Davis did for the Raiders. He-Man, he big he fan. He has a he And that's why his hair all these years. I don't know what years. that hair is. Anyway, what are you going to do? But yeah, so uh, I was... Uh, if that's true, because like all, every show now is girl power. You can't have... Uh, they call it toxic masculinity to have a strong white male lead. And it's a cartoon, but he can't do it. What's this it was say? just posted today. 
Uh, Masters of the Universe has so much He-Man in the next five episodes. Okay, so he that does. That sounds like a control there. They're yeah, trying to he, quiet yeah. it down. Whoa, whoa, calm down, yeah. everybody. He's not dead forever. Yeah. It's a Focus cartoon. Focus groups are going nuts right yeah. now. you got to bring He-Man back. But I... Uh, Smith says he didn't see the backlash coming. People hating <laughs> that he killed, killed He-Man. He yeah, and by the way, for all of us who liked it, it was never called Masters of the Universe. It was He-Man... And the yeah. Masters of the Universe. He was so good. He was he. That was the group that followed him. You don't have Jim Jones uh, as you know uh, disassociated from the group. The group is not the star of the show. He was. That's He Man in a different way, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't kill off He Man in the first one. Although it is creating talk. They say he'll be back in the next season. We'll see. With Jay way, and Silent Bob. It has to happen. Uh, Dave Eggleston was talking. We were talking about ZZ Top and the hookers and the and the sluts in the videos and stuff and how they're now in their mid to late 60s. And Brett looked at a couple of them. And a, a couple of them, I guess you'd say, held up. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best they can. Uh, but the expiration You weren't date. fully sour milk. Mm, <laughs> you just saw a classy headshot. Everybody looks good at the Olin Mills. Break. Filtered. Yeah. yeah. But you don't want to see that. <laughs> you don't want to see teardrop butt on a six year old ZZ top layer. You want to see him back. So I, I think the idea would be to redo the legs video with the original cast, oh, and then have it be about like Ensure and Centrum Silver or Arp, effort and great Arp, oh, Arp yeah, and just have them walking around just like busting hit or they get their walkers. The village, yeah, they're old ladies. <laughs> That's but, where uh, they would ride into. Eggleston says a few years ago we found out my grandma was a stripper and continually. Uh, was a personal stripper for older men well into her 70s. She told us, but no one believed her because we didn't want to, and she was always BSing. Then she showed up to my friend's dad's 63rd birthday. <laughs> Come on. Grandma, strippers turn into grandmas. In fact, strippers turn into grandmas in their 30s. Oh, yeah. So usually you got like, you know, you had one when you were 17, then your daughter follows suit and has one she's 17 or 18. Next thing you know. You're 38, 39 years old, and you got yourself a grandkid because you were a stripper. Strippers have grandkids before even Mexican girls do, and that's saying something. <laughs> Clown car strippers. How yeah. can I help you? <laughs> that's what it is. So there's a lot of strippers who are grandmas, and Eggleston's grandma is one of them. Well into her 70s, she'd do private shows. Oh, that's a discount. Spoiler alert, guys. So if you're into this, turn... Turn down your radio. Into um, what? Johnny dies in the first episode. Oh, Toledo, you Comes back, then dies again you, as a boy in the fifth episode. You can't say if you're into this. We yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's true. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> E-Man? Yes. He dies twice? According to this guy, in the fifth episode, he dies again, which... They just keep killing. He's Kenny. He's the Kenny of He-Man. <laughs> which is kind of funny. You killed He-Man. You bastards! <laughs> Well, we got to get Kevin Smith on the horn and yell at him a little bit. That ain't right. He's busy now because they're doing. Uh, they're filming. They start filming Clerks three next week. They got to stop. Clerks was an accident. Clerks was great. Clerks first one's great. Clerks was a complete and utter accident with terrible acting and uh, you know a budget of five dollars. That's what was so great about exactly. It, yeah. You cannot recreate controlled that magic. expectations. Yeah. None of the people in Clerks can act today. They never got better at acting. Well, Jason Mewes is the best one. Rosario Dawson's in it because she was in two. So. She was in Clerks too, which yeah. should have never happened. 
Clerks needed to stand by itself. And the fact that Kevin keeps reaching back into the clerk's bag tells me he's trying to re-grab that magic. Somebody throwing money at him. He can't. Clerks wasn't that good. It just was – it's that perfect storm. It hit the slacker generation beautifully. It it resonated with you because you look just like Dante. <laughs> it was, but you can't like Clerks Two is a perfect example of trying to go to the well one too many times. And now if they're doing Clerks Three, Clerks in their fifties, you're not a clerk anymore, or it's sad. The whole point of that, and the girl that was, you know, Dante's girlfriend couldn't act, the corpse couldn't act. None of them; they were all bad. But the that corpse. was what made it great. Made it great because it was like. We could do this. Like, if we watch that together, we're like, Brett, you look just like Dante. I think we can put one of these together. It inspired my friend Steve to start making movies, clerks, because all you needed was a handy cam and an idea. And evidently, people would watch it. Anyway, uh, we got ourselves a, a Jeremy out there. Signal Butte and Warner at the Safeway. Uh, get all that water out there. It's him. Help out uh, the Phoenix Rescue Mission. This thing's going well. The Operation Hydration going well. We need more. Uh, but you guys have always helped us out, so thank you. Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats today? All right, Bert? Wake Up Song brought to you by our friends over there at Action Ride Shop. You're looking for a new bike. They got all the brands, Kona, Pivot, Rocky Mountain, you name it. They can get it for you, all the accessories. Plus, you can cruise in there and pick up our new coffee. The Five Alarm yes. Blend is available there locally, so you don't even have to order it online. Just cruise in there, get your coffee fix. At Action Ride Shop on Facebook as well as on Instagram over there on Gilbert Road and Southern, and it's pretty much all... ZZ Top. Yep. It's pretty much what most people called him for. Well, and we got metal one metal church. church, one metal church song <laughs> in there. I to hear Guillotine by Metal Church. No. But, uh, <laughs> no. I play all of the ZZ Top songs. Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers, Tush, Tube Snake Boogie, Just Got Paid, Man. LaGrange, Under Pressure, Cheap Sunglasses. I think my favorite ZZ Top song is Under Pressure. That's yeah? a good one. Yeah. I think that's, I got the six is pretty solid too, but it is. But Under Pressure is probably the most. Tush is the funniest, cutest one that yeah. everybody remembers. Oh, I'm talking about booty. That tube Snake Boogie was the funniest. Yeah. Tube Snake Boogie's pretty good. And Pearl Necklace is the you got the comedy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look, yeah. this is yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how weird out the Grange is solid. Yeah, Under Pressure is probably the best one. You want to go with that? Yeah. Cheap Sunglasses isn't bad either. That came on. After. Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers is a pretty. That's good a good. Too. That's a good list. If you put that together and just did a ZZ Top night, that that'd be a pretty good uh, play. Let's do. Uh, let's do that one. Let's do uh, Under Pressure. All right, because that thing gets going. Was that off the? Uh, it's on Eliminator, too. Uh, it's on Eliminator. Yeah. What an album, man. God, that thing is ridiculous. That's six hits, six, five, six hits off of that thing. Sharp Dressed Man, Legs, give Under Pressure, Give Me All Your Loving. Then they had the video for TV Dinners, even though TV it wasn't dinners a huge song. Right. But TV it was, dinners yeah. was pretty cool. That little green monster That's in the video right. and stuff. There was no chicks in that video. <laughs> right, which is why it's not as memorable. <laughs> they knew where their bread was buttered. But yeah, it's easy Top loses uh, their guy. To shoulder and hip surgery, which is rough, rough for me because uh, I had shoulder surgery. I'm going to have hip surgery in the next year. Second strikes coming up. I got both of them are going to go. I'm still full of gels and fluids just to keep these things moving. We're doing the stem cell thing. I'm thinking about maybe going down to Mexico. I'm going to talk to Steve Byrne about that tomorrow because he's got a buddy who goes to Mexico for that. Megan ran into a lady who goes to Mexico for butt implants. Uh oh. She's had three of them done. Megan need butt plan? No, no, no. Oh. Didn't like, she wasn't like inquiring. This oh, lady's okay. ass was so big you had to where'd you get that? Gotcha. That's like not cocoa normal. ass. It was double cocoa. Oh, no kidding. Whoa. The double cocoa. <laughs> and she's known her for a while and she knows that it went from nothing to something like you, this is not just a bad ca- a diet. 
And she goes, yeah, I went to Mexico. And then what she had to do was like put on a bunch of weight first and then go down there and they stuff her full of padding. And then she jogs off or has it sucked out of her tummy so the waist goes. And she's like, I want a bigger one. Went so back she again. manufactured her own butt implant. Put another 25 pounds on, hoping it all goes ass. Spreads that stuff out, stretches the skin. It's just like what James Gum was doing. Wow. It's, he, was, uh, he was starving the fat girls so their skin was looser. <laughs> when he cut it off, the suit would fit him. You want a size 14? James Gum, I don't know what he'd do today. The ass part would be such a struggle for him to try to sew a skin Come suit. Come on. Oh. A lot of overcoats. <laughs> a lot of like hoods. Yeah. Like, a, a ton Hoodies. of like giant executioner hoods. You can make two suits out of some of these asses. But, yeah, so going to Mexico and getting your work done is kind of the new cool thing to do. So the stem cells, because they use real dead babies down there. We just use, you know, stuff from the placenta, and ours isn't the same. They use the cracked open, suck it out of their spine dead babies. The morality of it is definitely horrifying. But if it cures babies arthritis. Babies walk into the clinic and say, oh, I'm happy to donate. Right, yeah, the really good ones will. <laughs> I don't like my parents. This isn't working out. Uh, I'd like a higher cause. Well, that's very brave of you, baby. Duh, baby would go in there. Oh, y'all want to get somebody? I ain't got no HIV AIDS like them dirty ass. Well, he's going to need the money now, so he better get in there. Third video. Did you see the new one he put out? No. Put out another oh, one. He's holding it's... up a sign that says AIDS, and then he starts talking about AIDS again, and then has some lady service him, and he kicks her out. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. It's the weirdest thing. The baby's lost it. He has lost it about this AIDS thing. And Elton John's mad at him now, so you know it's over. Yeah. Because Elton and the glad people are like, uh, there needs to be punishment for this. Or a duet happens. But, yeah. yeah. Eminem did it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They make up. <laughs> That'd be great. Elton John and the baby. That's what I want to see. 70-year-old Elton and the baby, who just <laughs> clearly struggles with his... Ability to express himself about homosexuality and AIDS. They redo Philadelphia Freedom. Mm. Whole new topic. Well, that's what. Uh, uh, it's not about the tennis team. The baby's message was I'm just practicing my freedom to be me, just like you want to be. Like he's basically saying, I'm free to say what I want to say, just like you are. But then holding up that AIDS sign and having. It's a weird video. He's lost. But it's interesting to watch him kind of go through this. And he's not apologizing, but he's not really making sense. Like, if he had a stance, you'd be like, what are you saying? Because it sounds like you're mad, but you keep saying it's for... But, I mean, it's hard to say that your message is positive when you're like these dirty-ass, gross with AIDS, dying in two (laughs) and three weeks. Like, uh, I don't know that you're taking a good stance, da baby. You don't have to worry about, I don't think, any uh, sponsorships or anything. No. Should be it's probably selling records. Maybe. He's getting his name out there. But I'm with you, Brady. I'd like him to wander in and, and the baby could give us his stem cells because that's where they come from. <laughs> to abort the baby. Uh, are you ready, Richard? Yep. Under pressure. It's easy top. We lost him. Another one gone. Now, this song's great. Plug that thing in deeper. Mmm, said the baby. To the base. Whoa. What's going on with your wires? Uh, anyway, it's easy top. 72, they say? Yep. Should have gone to the core. They'd have done that surgery properly. <laughs> right? I'm still here. Uh, it's 7.15. Here you go. It's easy Top. So long, boys.
This is all on Toledo right there. That's a cover band. What did you just yeah. download? Boo to you. How hard is we it to throw up? Here, I'll find it. I'll find it, too. Jesus Christ, man. How so dare you? How dare you? You're already covering him because he can't. But he's dead. <laughs> Play the original for crying out loud. What's the matter with you? What site are you on? Toledo's Music? Where's my dad.com? <laughs> Top covers. <laughs> Once you get the commercial's over, I yeah. got it. Brett's got it already. You guys partake? I'll partake. Hit me. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.